What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Just Another Critic here today with a podcast exclusive. And today, I just wanted to quickly talk about the top 25, specifically how many top 25 teams will be playing cupcakes this week. I'm going to go over that uh, that list pretty quickly for you today, uh, keep it nice and short. And let me go ahead and count it out for you. You've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 of the top 25 are playing against Cupcakes this week. It's pretty ridiculous. Oh, missed one. 14. Now, to start off that list, first off, we got Wisconsin taking on New Mexico. Wisconsin taking on New Mexico. Number two. We've got Oregon versus Portland State. Portland freaking State. You gotta be kidding me. Virginia Tech playing against William and Mary. William and Mary. If you're listening to this, you're probably like, who, who in the hell are these teams and where'd they come from? If you're, if you're anything like me. And then we've got Alabama taking on Arkansas State. Now Arkansas State, I mean, they are FBS team, but we already know Arkansas State is is nowhere uh, in the same conversation with Bama. And as you're probably expecting, a blowout in that game as well. We move on to the fifth matchup, which is Notre Dame versus Ball State. We go ahead and move down the list. Washington versus North Dakota. North freaking Dakota. We've got Miami versus Savannah State. Savannah State, I, I don't even know Savannah State had sports, if you ask me. Miami versus Savannah State, I think that'll actually be good for Miami, build some confidence moving into uh, week three. Um, they should have a dominant performance. I'll kind of get their, get their, uh, get that swagger back for them, you know, and they'll start calling themselves the U again. We then move down another one, West Virginia, taking on Youngstown State. Youngstown State. Guys, these teams are ridiculous. I mean, we continue to talk about strength of schedule almost every single year, yet we've still got these teams scheduling FCS opponents. So... I mean, I understand if it's an FBS opponent, you kind of let it slide. But FCS, a freaking FCS opponent? Come on, guys. What are we doing here? Moving along, we've got UCF taking on South Carolina State. UCF, obviously Mackenzie Milton. He's probably going to rack up some nice numbers, add uh, to his Heisman Trophy uh, candidacy. Then moving along, we've got LSU taking on... I believe it's South, Southern East or Southeast Louisiana. I have no idea what conference or what division that school is from. Moving along to Auburn, taking on Alabama State University. So this is the week of cupcakes. I haven't looked at the schedule next week, so I'm sure there may be a few cupcakes here and there for a few teams. But looking, man, this is the week of freaking cupcakes. I think we're going to look back on this one. And the teams that are up there trying to compete for a college football playoff, we're going to come back to this this week too and take a look at it and say, oh, 
this is a big reason why you know their chances were diminished and this is why this team got it instead because we're playing Savannah State we're playing Alabama State we're playing Portland State so who the hell are you playing at the end of the day <laughs> now moving along we've got Boise State taking on UConn um, Boise State should have no issue being uh, being able to go ahead and take UConn pretty comfortably and then our last two both from the Big Ten we've got Penn State taking on Pitt there's a little hype behind that game just because obviously both teams are in the state of Pennsylvania and of course Pitt upset Penn State I believe it was two years ago however Penn State should comfortably win this game now this this one just made cupcake by a small small margin so um, I wouldn't be surprised if some of you guys aren't in agreement with me on this one but that's perfectly fine and the last matchup is Ohio State versus Rutgers as we all know Rutgers is pretty darn close to the worst team in the Big Ten and get beat out by about 30 points a game versus power five opponents um, as well as in conference play so uh, Ohio State the last one and once again it was a, it was a total of 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 14 of the top 25 teams playing cupcakes week two the week of cupcakes the week we'll look back on as we get closer to the college football playoff with that being said guys definitely appreciate your time thank you for listening uh, i'm gonna be having another episode week uh week two takeaways kind of covering what happened in week two what type of things we saw um just keeping you updated on what's going on what's hot topics what's not hot topics but yeah with that being said if you agree with uh what we went over today awesome if you don't awesome at the end of the day as you already know i'm just another critic just another person who enjoys watching the game loves talking about it and yeah if you're not already already subscribed to my youtube channel hop on youtube just another critic subscribe comment like or dislike whatever it may be with that being said you guys have a great rest, uh, great rest of your day or night and i'll talk to you soon bye bye What's going on guys? This is just another critic back with another episode and this is way overdue. I had some technical difficulties with my equipment, uh, but we're back and we're going to go ahead and get this episode out. Today, we're obviously talking about the college football playoff semifinals between Alabama and Oklahoma, and then we've got Notre Dame taking on Clemson. Um, honestly, I can end this uh, episode in the matter of 30 seconds by saying I believe you know, Alabama and Clemson are going to meet again in the national championship. And we would all agree without even going, you know, into deeper detail. But the simple fact, um, I mean, let's talk about the first matchup um, between Oklahoma and Alabama. The simple fact is that Oklahoma, they simply can't stop anybody. They haven't been able to stop anybody all season. And there's no reason to make us believe that they're going to have any chance of stopping Alabama. Um, on the other hand, Alabama, 
yes, they got a big problem facing Kyler Murray. He's dynamic. He's quick. He's a playmaker. And really, he's got Oklahoma on his back. And if they can slow him down, shut him down, the game's practically over. Um, both quarterbacks, you know, speaking of Kyler Murray, um, we've got Tua with two, you know, not exactly 100% uh, ankles. Both of his ankles were injured in the Georgia game. So we're still not too sure what we're going to see from him um, and how that's going to affect his throwing as well as his mobility. Um then we've got Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown over uh, at Oklahoma. They're still not too sure what his status is. He's supposed to play, but obviously he's not going to be 100%. Um, but the the reality of it is, as you know, football players, um, I feel like no one is really 100% throughout the season. That's just kind of how the sport works because it's such a physical, um, you know, it's, it's a sport played by men. And I, I just... At the end of the day, no one's really 100%. Um, they're going to get close to it, but no one's really there. Now, in this matchup, it's just going to come down to one stop, one or two stops from that Alabama defense. And anybody listening to this, no one's going to doubt that Alabama can make one stop versus Oklahoma. And that's why this matchup, for a lot of people is kind of you know we all we all feel like the outcome is predetermined because of what we've seen throughout the year but you know looking back on last year when Oklahoma played Georgia OU went off on Georgia I do think that's a possibility I don't think uh here's what I'd say if Oklahoma does go off it's going to be in the first half because Nick Saban is a master of coming out with a second half game plan to shutting down or starting up his offense, shutting down the opposition's offense. Um, he just knows how to make halftime adjustments. Obviously, in this game, I've got Alabama taking the win. My final score may surprise you, but I've got Alabama. I believe I had it 59 27. Alabama wins 59 to 27 over Oklahoma. Um, and then the second matchup, we've got Clemson taking on Notre Dame. In this matchup, you know, freshman quarterback, true freshman quarterback, University of Clemson, Trevor Lawrence. Um, and obviously you've got the the fatal four, as some people call them, the D line over uh, on, on Clemson side. And then Notre Dame, Ian Book taking over the program, <clears throat> taking over the quarterback position for the program. Um, and he's done a great job. But what I've seen from both teams closing out the season is that they they struggled. Uh, obviously, Clemson struggled versus South Carolina. Notre Dame struggled versus USC. And I want to say that Clemson's going to come out with the win. But really, I feel like I'm not too sure what we're going to see from either of these teams come Saturday. I'm really just not too sure. Um, I'm not sold on either, either one of them yet. I think this game is up in the air. Yes, I think on paper Clemson has the more talented team and they should be able to do more. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, Notre Dame, they are not, uh, 
in the books, you know, by the bookies Las Vegas, no one's giving them the chance to win this game and and for for good reason. Um in this game, like I said, Clemson on paper they should have no trouble pulling it off. But what I've seen from these teams closing out their season, I'm just not sold on either one of them just yet. As far what I mean by that is I can't say for sure that either one is going to dominate come Saturday night. So, um, however, if if things go as expected, if Clemson shows up and they're the Clemson team that I expect him to be, you know, with Trevor Lawrence slinging it, Travis Etienne running the ball, defensive line pass rush, shutting down the run game, um, it's going to be a tough night for Notre Dame. However, on the other hand, if you know Notre Dame can somehow put together a game plan to you know to to support Ian Book's strengths and weaknesses and f- find a way to get their run game going i think they'll have a chance but at this point i'm definitely leaning towards clemson my final score is 38 to 17 clemson 38 notre dame 17 um like i said i could have just started and end this ended this episode by saying Clemson and Bama in the national championship and no one would have argued with me um but I think the the Notre Dame and Clemson game may surprise people and I think we might get a better game than expected with that being said I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast um I'm gonna of course have a ton more episodes coming out especially with the national championship coming and I am gonna drop another episode speaking on national signing day um, if you don't know what that is, that's basically high schoolers committing to their college. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I appreciate you guys listening. This is just another critic signing off, and we'll catch you in another one. Peace out.